Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hello and welcome to another episode of the show, part four, women's cycle. I feel like this could be, this topic could be a whole podcast. It is a whole podcast. So I think we're just scratching the surface on this. There's so many other women's health topics I want to get to and we will. So just look out for further elements of this subject matter because by no means is four episodes of 20 minutes or so going to cut it. I hope it's at least expanded your thinking in terms of what's possible and some different ideas and hopefully led you down a few rabbit holes when it comes to how you're taking care of yourself. I would love to do um, a pre-menopause and menopause episode even though I, I'm personally not there yet but I think it's an important part of women's health and something to consider. I think a lot of times with health in the western world we really consider it from a reactive place so oh my gosh my appendix is bursting let me go to into surgery rather than the sort of preventative eastern medicine side of things and certainly they have so much more research done on different herbs and how they can help and a lot of traditional chinese medicine strategies deal with energy in the body foods herbs as i've said um which and then the energy through acupuncture they're just there's so many more holistic options um i know that eastern medicine is catching up and actually a lot of research that I've been reading lends itself to saying that actually when we combined East and West is when we really hit a very interesting sweet spot. So I hope to explore that in the future too. But for today, let's keep it laser. Let's keep it real. Oh, one thing I do want to share though before we get going is if you have interest in delving into this further with me in a one-on-one capacity, in a group capacity, or from a coursework capacity, feel free to click on the links in the episode's show notes because you can join Period Secrets, which is a whole course delving way further into these different parts of your cycle, fertility awareness method, how to know when you're ovulating, how to mitigate PMS symptoms and remove painful cramps completely, which was my biggest pain point and um, there's the women's wisdom which will be running in 2022 it'll be a small group of women if you're interested in getting in the next group of that you can apply that's also in the show notes so feel free to interact with me on this if you're listening to the show i want to hear from you directly i want to hear from you personally so email or join one of those courses or message me somehow And just let me know you're listening because I just got a whole update on the show stats. And there's something like, there are listeners in 22 countries. I don't even know how that's, like, I didn't even, sometimes I don't even feel like there are 22 listeners, let alone people in 22 countries have listened to this show. It blows my mind. So I just want to thank you for that and also let you know that I want to hear from you I want to hear your perspective about either the courses or just content you want so please know that I'm doing this show for you as you we we have a small listenership and it's growing but hey I I want to talk to you 
you're listening i want to talk with you and another interesting thing it was saying that people are listening to this at night predominantly so um i can look at release times but i'm sure there's lots in the show that you can binge so i hope that you're liking the shorter episode lengths that they kind of fit in with your schedule i know we have so much going on and you know three hour episodes just not gonna do it right now for for me i don't think so hopefully you're liking the show format but i'm always open to hearing feedback on anything that i'm doing so that i can do it better because i do it yes for me to have a voice and be able to be more public about things that are important to me but then also for you because if you're not getting value then you know why why are you here so i really hope that you'll share with me what it is that you're loving what it is that you would change or do differently and that you'll get involved in these courses if you're a woman looking to improve your reproductive health so with that straight into the season of fall it's actually sort of you know we're in that season right now sort of moving into winter depending on where you are in the world fall can feel like winter but you know the elements of fall from a season perspective right we're talking leaves and coming off of trees changing color things are sort of cooling off you feel you'll have days where you feel like you're still in summer days that feel sort of wintry it's you can feel the tapering of summer and the beginning of winter so real transitionary period and i think we can note the same thing for our cycle so in fall it's a luteal phase it's a fourth week of your cycle and you're sort of winding back down to go into silence and reflection but things are still sort of a flurry and so i find that at this time you know pms can kind of start or we can sort of it can intensify if within the flurry we're super stressed or we're kind of doing too much so this is definitely the preamble to what winter is going to be like and we all know when fall is super bitter and cold we're sort of anticipating a rough a rough winter i think we can sort of bring in that same imagery into this if we're really forceful with ourselves in that fall week and we've talked about this right if it's in in the spring week and the summer week it's all cumulative and our week of bleeding is really the manifestation of what we did the weeks prior so this week is no different Um, but i think this is the time where things are sort of swirling if you imagine those swirling leaves when it's windy and everything's sort of hustling and bustling around i feel like that's our body sort of swirling around getting ready to release and so in the swirling if you can dedicate some time to yourself if you can dedicate some time to being still i think that that stillness now i'm not you know not all day every day i'm just talking you know do a yoga class where there's a bit more stillness or a transitionary kind of yoga you know a slow flow or kind of something in between and that goes for your workout regimen too something that kind of gives you those peaks and valleys and again allows you to tune into yourself i actually did a kundalini yoga class yesterday which was phenomenal so cool singing bowls and like shaking on the floor and this swimmer's move or like your arms are swimming in the air and you're these really intense breathing a breath of fire and hands a lot of hands over the head and detoxifying and i have to tell you it was so interesting to be still in my body at least seated but there was still movement going on i think that would that actually is the perfect class 
for this week would be like a kundalini kind of rustling I felt like I rustled my feathers if you will or you know shake I shook the leaves off the tree um yeah felt like a pruning of sorts so if you can do something like that doesn't have to be yoga but um your hormones are dipping you might need more space alone you know you might not want to give you might feel a bit resentful so if you're getting that kind of like I don't want to do this for you like I just want to kind of do my own thing a bit moody up and down not really focused um less physically active you might still be feeling that summer kind of create heightened creativity piece especially in the beginning of the week so really just kind of honoring the winding down I know even as a child you know bedtime it's kind of like that similar feeling if you resist the winding down it just makes it harder right and and you kind of you have that internal struggle of I don't want to go to bed it's a similar kind of idea it's like I mean, you're not going to bed necessarily, but it's a wind down. It's a turn inward type of thing. So if you're resisting that pre-menstruation kind of post-ovulation, if you're resisting that, then I would say, I mean, don't. <laughs> easily easily speaking, don't. But, you know, your your estrogen is dipping, your progesterone is beginning to rise, when progesterone rises it's all about slowing down like that's the less energy deal similar actually in the beginning phases of pregnancy your progesterone's rising and so you feel kind of wiped out and tired i mean different context but progesterone's a serious hormone so if you can not as many social nights maybe it's like two nights of the week instead of like every night of last week right and definitely I mean knowing your cycle and tracking it's going to be the best bet here because some people have longer luteal phases or longer follicular phase Um, there can be issues associated to that I mean you want to kind of ovulate in the middle or so but like how many people are ovulating straight on day 14 at 9 a.m like I don't think you know our bodies do move and flow depending on what's going on so I mean tracking it in one way or another I know period apps are super popular but if you want to do some even feeling tracking so like okay it's day 16 I feel depleted or I feel happy or I feel playful or productive and then kind of getting a sense of the feelings that you go through because it is cyclical sometimes I feel like even though we know the cycles of our body we kind of feel blindsided every month by oh my god like again or this is happening again like it's at least for me it's you know and women that have persistent issues it's like oh I you know my my period's late again or it's irregular or these things sort of don't just go away unless our hormones regulate if we have excess or low hormones if we're nutrient depleted zinc is a big one that I keep reading about time and time again um but it's an interesting one because it's sort of on its own the best way to the best way to get it seems to be oyster from my research so a link to a link to that if you're interested um because oyster is actually a full i mean it's a food right or it's an animal that we can consume um and so it's a whole vitamin that's what i'm learning a lot about these days with any vitamin it's like you want the real deal you want it from a food source or a natural source you don't want the synthetic because if something is isolated in nature it's not isolated right if you eat liver or oyster it's like it's a full fully formed 
thing with all these different vitamins and components and the right ratios and when we go into a lab we're not necessarily doing it in the best absorption format so it might not be absorbable to with your body um and then it might not be the right ratio so just because you load a supplement with something doesn't mean it's the right amount so just kind of an aside but certainly i think at this time it's really just about going inward you might be feeling sensitive or super critical so just kind of note these things maybe write them down don't have that feedback meeting with your boss now if you can you know push it to next week or the week after these are things that we can logistically do that um i think they're really important because sometimes we feel like we're a slave to our schedules but actually we're definitely not we do have some level of bandwidth to say look you know let's just push this till tuesday not that big of a deal for most people but you might be in a completely different emotional place and how great would it be to have that interview or um, have that moment with your boss or with your partner or with your family you know a couple days later and maybe save yourself and even if it's a birthday party or something it's like you know obviously show up for what's important to you but i think it's it's a good time to do a pros and cons list You'll feel really clear and sharp. So in the flurry of leaves, be mindful who you're interacting with. Because at least for me, I'm in a very, uh, you know, take no, (laughs) I won't take anything, take any shit, let's say. Um, So, you know, interact with people accordingly, knowing that, you know, if you have some decisions to make, now might be the time to make them. Um, And then you kind of go inward again and reflect. So it's a culmination of everything that's been created and harvested, right? We're in fall. And so make those decisions from what you've learned over this month. And then you'll go inward and kind of refine, okay, how did everything go, right? When we go back into winter. So I hope you love your inner fall. I know so many people do. Um, I've got some extra resources that I'll just list in the show notes. There's just so much to be said. I think not just with this particular week, but there's so many books and resources. I've kind of compiled a list of them. So if you're interested, as I mentioned, there are podcasts on this particularly. And so um, there's one called The Period Party. I will link to that amongst others. But I'll, I'll link to some of this stuff so that you can see other resources on this and kind of do your own Googling around if this is new to you or you find one of these weeks or one of these topics particularly interesting and then oh from a dietary perspective so of course nobody wants to hear it but coffee and alcohol are super stimulants they interfere with absorption of vitamins and minerals they're not ideal and I know how tough it can be to make the swap I loved my morning even when I switched to decaf it was like decaf was this secondary pleasure and I just didn't want to give that up Um, what I'm doing dandelion tea with some milk not totally the same but it's something and it tastes decently bitter so you kind of get that same vibe there's also chicory root Um, which is another swap that you can think about. But it's just especially, you know, if if you're going to do it just intermittently, like I would say quit it altogether, but I know how tough that is. Believe me. 
But if you're going to do it just intermittently, this week is the week to do it approaching menstruation. It just is. Your body already might be. And then if you're retaining water, you might think, oh, but, you know, like you want a diuretic. But actually, the thing is, it's depleting essential vitamins and minerals. And we're all mineral, well, all. Many of us are mineral deficient. I will link to trace minerals, actually, which is what I've been taking. It's got um, serious magnesium amongst other minerals, but we are so depleted in magnesium. They say to avoid salt. Um, I'm up and down because I, if you have low blood sugar, you might not want to. So you really need to kind of, all of these dietary things are just sort of blanket recommendations obviously or what have worked for me but you don't have to do it obviously um but just a thought so you know salt just see how you're doing with water retention like you know when you're bloated you'll if you wear socks and when you take them off they're like super deep indentations that's kind of a sign that you're retaining water it'll be like around your ankles and and feet so that's a good sign because i never used to think i'm like oh i'm not retaining water like you might i might feel bloated but i'm not retaining water but I would notice it in my socks. So that's something like not water in my socks, the, you know, the ridges in the, from the socks. So something to think about. And then um, they'll say, you know, you might have carb cravings. I, yeah, you can be like ravenous, but, and then they say, okay, complex carbs. But actually a lot of the time, um, if you're craving carbs, it's a B vitamin thing and a fiber thing. So you can actually, and by thing, I mean potential deficiency or, um, just lower levels. Um, in that case, I would suggest looking at proteins like chicken, really great for B vitamins. Um, and then fiber can definitely come from vegetables and fruits. So I know the tendency to like, okay, I'll just have donuts or like even just rice products and, and healthy bread choices. But if you find that you've got the bloat going on and doesn't feel good, maybe even avoiding broccoli and cauliflower for this week because those two can also kind of at least for me they can ramp up the bloat so you know berries dark chocolate is a winner i love that protein as i said huge for the b vitamins sesame seeds is a real winner but we talked about that with seed cycling already for these final two weeks um and then really b6 is a big thing so again back to uh, you can supplement b6 if you want but again food sources are best and Chicken's a good call. And remember that magnesium. So good. Even just for the like the mood swings and the anxiety too. Magnesium will balance you out. It's amazing. So that's what I would say for the food side of things. Lots of resources there too. Lots of people selling guides. I mean, eat to your body, but also know that cravings, like sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm craving it, so I need to have it. It's like, yes, you do need to have it but by it we mean the nutrient that you're craving not necessarily that specific food especially if the food is unhealthy and you kind of know it's like if you're craving fried foods might not be the thing but i'll post there's like this list of you know i'm sure you've seen it somewhere but there it's i feel like it's shared everywhere but it's a cool list to think okay if you're craving carbs like i said there are proteins that are deficient normally um and i will give another nod to my best friend liver (laughs) um, or desiccated organs i'll put a link to something for that as well if you just want to go down the rabbit hole right like none of this is to 
give you a link and give you my code and whatever it's like I get it I'm not I'm not trying to bash influencers whatsoever but I'm just saying I'm putting links there to show you where I've done my research so that you can do the same and go down the rabbit hole and if you like a certain product go for it if you don't all good but these are the things that I'm looking at liver and oyster in particular just seem to be nature's superfood supplements with all the key vitamins and minerals that we're looking for and are for some reason super depleted in these days um and oh yeah if you're so if you are craving fatty foods and things um back to like good fats so like salmon avocado nuts and seeds if you can tolerate them but they can be super harsh if you're finding that you're having undigested food in your stools i would avoid nuts and seeds completely because they're just tough to digest you have to really chew your food which is something like a i would just you know sit down be multitasking and kind of do everything at once you know like i'd be on my laptop i might be on my phone talking to somebody and then i'm like shoveling a sandwich and it's like okay not really going to be absorbed super well so i think also creating the environment around your eating experience is really important and we see that in europe and asian culture we see that in every culture traditionally speaking right but then this modern like gotta go to a call gotta drive gonna eat in the car while i drive to the place instead of just sitting down for 30 minutes i mean i get the utility um but if there's an issue with absorption not only would I kind of boost up what I'm eating and try to eat really nutrient-dense foods, but I'd also say, okay, how are you eating them? Because if you're in a state of stress and you're not focused, then it'll kind of go right through you. You know what I mean? So I would say that. And then the final thing on food would just be grounding, comforting, you know, soup, slow cooker, warm vegetables like now would probably not be the time for cold juices smoothies salad sort of deal um, because you need to warm your system and if you're somebody with perpetually cold feet or fingers this is especially for you Um, traditional Chinese medicine a lot of us have like sluggish liver spleen kidney those are kind of like this trifecta they always talk about I'm not an expert but those are like the three that they always talk about and making sure you're warm enough like your back is warm enough my grandmother used to say that when I was a kid and I was like what are you talking about uh why is this you know like wear an undershirt keep your back warm and I'm like huh why who cares that who who cares I care I care now because if you it's actually they'll talk about it like if your body is if you have cold it's sort of like you know you're cold chilled to the bones it's sort of like this chill to your bones that's just perpetual in your body it's like if your body is just cold and it doesn't mean your whole body's cold all the time but i mean like internally internal cold stagnation Um, and so a lot of the issues we face as women are due to stagnation of the liver the kidneys the spleen and not enough blood flow to the uterus not enough blood flow in the pelvic region Um, really really big deal so if you're interested in that side of things there's so much to be read um but keeping your feet warm and keeping your hands warm but feet predominantly the bottom of the feet are said to be the starting energy meridian for the kidneys in chinese medicine so if you're into warming eat warm foods but also keep yourself warm keep the back warm keep your pelvis warm 
um, and looser fitting foods, looser fitting clothes, if you can. Uh, I know it sounds, again, maybe like a trivial thing, but it's really not, I assure you, will make a huge difference in just allowing your body to ground and feel comforted, you know, like the super tight pants and the tight shirt and feeling like you've got to stuff yourself into your clothes. Not it right now. So hopefully some of those are useful. Again, check out all the links for more information and ideas on things that are working for me. And I look forward to seeing you next week for a related topic, but I'll I'll keep it a mystery until I see you then. But see you soon. Thank you so much for listening and take good care.